0: evening welcome to another episode of the blacksmith's fans it's with me robert with me pete
1: my like mo out
2: here yes
0: and today we have a very special episode for you guys today oh it's gonna be so amazing it's gonna be so much fun
1: but before we get to that speak for yourself mate what do you mean maybe your stuff is amazing mine isn't
0: oh, we already knew that Peter. He shot himself in the foot before the thing even started.
1: I'm just being honest. You know
0: what, the thing is, like, he says that and then he's going to have all the bars.
1: I'm just being honest, man.
0: But before we get into that, um, I think we'd be a bit remiss if we didn't talk about the George Floyd situation.
1: So Mm. I'm going
0: to use my sorry, not sorry question to um, talk about that. Um, So my question to you, Peter, who will be in the hot seat today, Mm. is... um, Is it okay for Christians to do more than peaceful protests (laughs) during situations like this? Like, is it okay to throw two, two stones at a police car?
1: Or, like, maybe just, like, burn the whole police station down? I'm not saying loot. Yo, that escalated pretty quickly, you know, from (laughs) throw one or two stones to burn the place down. Facts. Um, Facts. Yeah, so, I think... Peaceful protesting, um, vocalizing. First of all, let me say it's it's okay to be angry, and more so than just being okay. I think it's necessary to be angry as a Christian um, about the situation and about what's going on um, in, in America. Um, but I think, as the Bible says, uh, anger, being angry, isn't the sin. But just in your anger, make sure you don't sin. Or make sure you don't allow for your anger to lead you to sin. So. I would look at it as with throwing stones at a police car or burning a police station down um that's that's destruction of public property which is against the law and thus as Christians who are supposed to abide by the law of the land not in supremacy to the law of the of the lord but you are still to you know submit to the law of the land I would say don't do that court <laughs> no, it's not only the break-in Well, you will be caught by God Who sees all things, firstly In case you forgot that um, you going to send me to prison, though Send you to hell <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's
1: a little hotter than prison
2: That escalated
1: real quick, boy <laughs> No, um, and but, but being serious I think not only is it okay to be angry And okay to protest um, I think it's important to do so I think it's necessary to do so, and if you're not angry, if you're not if you're not burdened by it, I'd I'd say search your heart as to whether or not you are Christian at all, and, and and are happy with people suffering for no reason.
0: So would you then say it's it's a sin to not do anything during these kind of situations?
1: I wouldn't say it's a sin because God could be saying to you not to do anything, but that's between you and God. Um, but I think. To know the right thing to do or to see something wrong and to do nothing is um isn't right I, i don't think that's how god would want anything to be done um even if it's just speaking out you know a lot of white sort of christians are now speaking out and i think it's it's important that they do so because for the longest it's almost seemed like well this is a black christian problem or at least it's a black problem And so only black Christian leaders or only black Christians are going to talk about it. But then in you doing that, you're almost validating those that are doing wrong of your same race. So I think not doing anything, I wouldn't call it a sin. I'll I'll just say, you know, it's I think it's more godly to at least be be angry to to at least be empathetic with people who are suffering. That's at least a Christian.
0: And let's say you did go and protest and then maybe like a police officer got a bit physical with you. Does that, give, does that then give you the right to punch them up in retaliation?
1: In, in America right now, I would, um I'd say be wise. I'd say be wise because they have demonstrated what they are willing to do. And they've demonstrated how they treat black protests um, in contrast to how they treat white protests. There was a, a picture literally contrasting the two where they had armed um, white protesters yelling in, the, in, in police officers faces and I think they were armed as well and I think they were they were protesting either not being able to wear a mask or n- not having anywhere to go and cut their hair it was something stupid like that that they were protesting and the police officers were just there calm we see it all the time they're able to uh, de-escalate and, and calmly deal with white people but then there was another picture that showed how they're treating the black protests and they're using tear gas and, um, you know, excessive force to deal with them. So when they've demonstrated that that's how they're going to treat you, I would say don't give them any excuse. Unfortunately, they are the people in power. And if you're one person saying this guy was manhandling me, I'm going to punch him up and he pulls out a gun and shoots you then you've given him that excuse to say, well, he was, in defend- he was defending himself. And they're already trying to do that with the George Floyd situation and say that, yeah, the cop didn't kill him because of underlying health issues and apparently um, intoxicants in the system. OK, so if they've demonstrated that, I would always say be wise, be very wise in how you deal with them, because unfortunately they are the ones under these circumstances in power and don't give them an excuse to 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 get or don't give them a a an easy way to get out of doing something which they already have an easy way out of. That's that's why I'd say just be wise about it.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: Happy with that
0: Robert? I'm happy with that. I'm happy with
2: that. Do you know what? Yeah it's like so my question is in the same vein. Um Mm. and so I'm I'm a preference my question with a little backstory. Uh, um so part of my dissertation for my course i read a book um by james cone um who is one of the leading figures in black liberation theology uh, who's unfortunately passed away Oh, fortunately because i believe he's with jesus at the minute um and the book that i read was called the cross and the lynching tree and it, it was very like even from the title it was very dark stuff and very very much saying like it is in the lynching tree that we get the closest modern day imagery of what the romans did with the cross um, mm-hmm. in terms of just every facet of the of the lynching tree was made to demonstrate demonstrate what the romans were trying to do with the with the cross mm. um but my, my question is when I was, when I was doing my dissertation, when I was doing my dissertation, and I was reading this stuff, I was struck by just how um, visceral, if that's the word that I'm looking'm I'm, yeah, like yeah it's like you can feel the pain, you can feel the hurt. And Mm. he he was writing from a position of, like, as a child, he was seeing lynchings. As a child, he was, like, the the threat or the risk of being lynched himself was a constant. Mm. And that's what he lived through. And as he was growing up, he was seeing peaceful protests, blah, blah, blah. But he was still seeing the realities of these things. Um, And so when you read his work, you get a taste of it. Mm -hmm. You recognize that it's like, and he goes as much as like almost demonize white Christianity. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: And it comes from a real lived experience. So my question is how, and so as I was doing that, I was very much like, nah, as Christians, we need to move towards reconciliation. We need to move towards, and that was the thing that I was telling myself all the way throughout it. But as I continually see this, I find myself, and this is like a real reflection, I find myself moving away from the narrative of we need reconciliation. And I find myself almost siding more so with like the Malcolm X's, Mm. where I'm like, yo, pull out the strap, like, let's let's get into this. Mm. Car, you man are trying to move mud. Us man are trying to do peaceful protests and blah, blah, blah. But it's like you men are still taking us, man, for mugs. And that's me trying to put it very politely on a Christian podcast. <laughs> yeah. But it's just like, so my question is how do we prevent like the root of bitterness? How do we actively prevent the root of a root of bitterness or just becoming so enraged that we're like, you know what? Bun forgiveness. Let's go toe to toe, car. You man are just on a jolting right now. Mm. You you think just because you got straps, bun straps, bun your badge. If I see you on site, I'm shooting you. Broca. Like I don't care if you're police, whatever. Anyone can get. Mm. Man would tell like, them, them mass shooters in schools and stuff Just run up into a police station and that uh, Scream out, Allahu Akbar Boom! What are, you about? what are you talking about on the podcast?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: like, no, no so, the, the question, That's the You know, like that Nah, the real question is How do we prevent a root of bitterness In light of everything that's happening?
1: I think if you're asking how do you prevent i can't prevent it yeah we can't i can't prevent it what we can do and i think what is important to do is for leaders and thought leaders and and christian um speakers and, and and like we're trying to do with a podcast is to get the message out there that not to say so firstly to to acknowledge that being angry is okay not only is it okay, like I said, that it's necessary, that it's needed, that we should be angry at what we're seeing, because it's not right. It's an injustice. It's evil. Quite plain, it's evil. Um but then temper that with firstly a recognition that we were we are evil or we were evil before God saved us. We were dead in mm. our sin before God saved us. And I think that's always humbling, that recognition that, yes, what these guys are doing is bad, but what I've done to Christ is worse, worse enough to warrant my entry into hell. There's a sobering humility about that. Um, And that doesn't change the fact that you can be angry at injustice. That doesn't make it such that it's self-righteous for you to be angry at this sin, which you are not guilty of. But it, it reminds you that you are guilty of other sins. And God who is able to, you know, God who is um, in his right to destroy us, chooses not to destroy us, you know. And I think that, that, that it, it makes the ground shallow for, um, for bitterness to take root, if that makes sense. Yo, because, that <laughs> <laughs> because, because there's a recognition that it's evil. And God's extended mercy to us and so somehow mercy comes in there. I'm not I'm not going to try and preach that show mercy because I don't think that's necessarily what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is that recognition helps to prevent people from becoming bitter um, because it it, it takes it out of our hands and and it it puts our own self-righteousness in our face to some extent. Now that again is a reaction out of or is is something done out of anger which is something that we are not supposed to do so we are allowed to be angry but we are to be mindful that in our anger we don't sin so that's that's where I'll say more important than anything else or more important than anything I'm saying is intercession and is prayer and so I think it's important for us to pray uh, and intercede on the behalf of those suffering especially those of us here but then I also think it's important for those going through it to be prayerful, and to remember that um, God really does see what they're going through. The same way He saw what Hagar was going through, when she was being maltreated by her, mistreated by her, um, by Sarah, Sarai, I think it was at the time. Um, God sees what they're going through, and it doesn't make it easier to go through it. It just means that it will be worth it. If that makes sense. Yeah. So, that's 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 what I would say.
0: And I think it's also awesome to always remember that as Christians we we, we don't go through this alone. But like God is yeah. always by our side as we go through these trials and tribulations.
1: Yeah.
0: And yeah, anything that doesn't make sense now, will hopefully makes or, or will make sense in light of eternity one day.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. 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 Do you know what I was reading? I was reading uh, i was going through the proverbs and there was a sobering proverb that i felt was really relevant to the season where Solomon was saying um if the lord leads your steps then why are you trying to understand everything
1: Mm.
2: it's like you won't be able to understand everything
1: yeah
2: but still trusting that god is leading your steps and so even as peter was saying it's like if you are walking and stepping and um acting in a way where you're just like I'm going to trust in God with this all of the madness all of the hurt all of the pain all of the confusion might not make sense
1: Mm.
2: but in trusting in God it doesn't have to make sense it's like trusting that God is going to lead us as a race as a as a as not just the black race but as the human race through this and just even ecclesiastes where it's just like there's nothing new under the sun like there's a cycle there's a repetition of these things it's just like yo like what we're facing and what we're seeing isn't necessarily new that doesn't condone it it means yes we need to put in work but it's like we're grappling with things that have been grappled with before and potentially will be grappled with after us but yeah, it's just like trusting in God, even as we grapple with it, knowing that we might not wrap our heads around it. And it's, yeah, it's difficult, but it is a it is situation we're in.
1: It is, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah once again, yeah. rest in peace to George Floyd, and nah. you know, all these lives have been cut short because of the wickedness of fellow human beings. Yeah, just just like love and peace to other families and friends. Those of lost people. Amen. All right. So that wasn't how we were planning to, to start this thing. Moses disappeared. Don't know I'm
2: coming back. Oh,
0: he's coming back. So um I've been I've mentioned mentioning this on the podcast for a couple of weeks now.
2: That's why I disappeared. <laughs>
0: but yeah, so today was gonna to be our split some new poetry bars.
2: Um,
0: But we've slightly changed the format To what it was going to be Originally it was going to be all three of us coming with three pieces each And just spitting the bars Having a nice conversation about them Having a nice good time Now War lines have been drawn Stress World War (laughs) 3
1: Yo. It's time for war there's only one person engaging in this war.
2: The art of war, with the art of poetry. The war is very one-sided, isn't it, Peter? That
1: it's not it gonna is. be.
2: Bro, he's got bars, he's got bars. Let him, don't, don't let trick
1: don't, don't <laughs> you. <tricky. laughs> I ain't trying to trick nobody, man.
0: So, what's gonna happen today is, um, Peter and I are gonna have almost like a poetry versus battle. Almost,
1: almost. Almost,
0: almost. yeah. And, oh. not, not
1: really, not really.
0: Uh, <laughs> and Moses is going to be the um,
2: judge yeah well something like that
0: Yeah. so um, depending on like how much time we have we'll do so like we've both written three new pieces and like, if we've got time we might throw in some old ones in there as well And Moses gave us some criteria based on how he's, he's going to judge our and, and yeah I think that's it so so like is it going to be like poem against poem and then that's round one and then round two is going to be poem versus poem. Like, mm.
1: yeah.
0: All right, then 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 like, I think we should, we should do it. So like first round I start then Peter second round Peter then me
2: that way.
1: Okay. Sorry my my little one is uh, unhappy with something. Zizi.
2: Same boat for you. Don't worry. I got no, no on top of me, just trying to reach my headphones. I've been out all day, so he hasn't seen me much,
0: and I'm just chilling. so well, well why don't I just start by doing my phone first? While someone calm down.
1: Yeah, sounds good. Cool. Sure. Yeah.
0: Wait one second. Okay. So this first one is called for for Jada. I'm so shy (laughs) (laughs) though. All right, let's go for it. Stop. Smile. Strike a pose. Shake the Polaroid when it comes out until it develops. You know, Polaroid Polaroid came out and said if you shake it like a Polaroid, you damage the picture. But maybe that's not a bad thing. Pictures capture memories, but memories are never truly true. They're always edited, touched up, built. That's why when people ask me who I'd pick, it was always you. Every single time, it was always you. Regardless of who comes and goes, it's always you, you, you. How could it not be? You were all I ever wanted, all I thought I needed. I was content with you. Not in a settling kind of way, more like I can see myself settling down with you. You were the bed after back-to-back 12-hour shifts the garden this the samurai comes home to once the war is over and his sword has been washed clean of blood, the smell of grass during the summer rainstorm. You were a full stop in the world full of commas. That's how I always pictured you. But pictures capture memories and memories are never truly true. They're always edited, touched up, filtered. I always thought, thought you were perfect for me. It's a thought that seemed to have withstood the test of time. Maybe that's because we were never tested by time. How could we know what the end would be if there was no beginning? You'll forever be your polished prize on a pedestal, untouched by me, by anyone, by anything. And for the longest time, I was okay with that. For the longest time, I was happy to have you framed behind glass because it meant I could return to you and dream about what could have been. I find comfort in the untenable nature of my memories of you. But every so often I wonder, I wonder what it would be like, like to remove the glass plane, open it and touch you. Just a finger. Just enough to leave an imprint, my imprint, on you. But what would happen if we made new memories, you and me, together? Would the we last stand up to the old images I have in my head? Probably not. But maybe that's not a bad thing. Maybe the blemishes and cracks would make for a better authentic. No, make for better memories. More real, more authentic. Or maybe we'd crumble between our fingers and nothing um, worth keeping would remain. Like two mismatched puzzle pieces trying to interlock again and again and again. And now no longer look like what they did to begin with. Wouldn't that be a shame? But maybe it's a necessity. That way, we wouldn't spend our lives looking through glass at frozen memories whilst the world passes us behind our backs. Wouldn't that be a shame? So let me know when you're ready. I'll bring my camera. You bring some paint. Let's see what kind of pictures we can create in each other's minds whilst we journey together. It could be great. It could be a disaster. Like I guarantee. It won't be something we ever forget.
1: I'm
2: done. Peter, you're mute. you you've, you've muted yourself, so we you didn't hear this, the finger snaps.
1: No, I know. I stop was again. In him stop in again. Silence. No. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate it. <laughs> nah, that's good. That's good. That was good. That was good. <laughs> that was good. Classic was good. Robert storytelling, isn't it?
2: Very classic. Very classic. Um, classic delivery as well. Hmm. Um, I think storytelling, I'm scoring out of five.
1: Wait, 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 Are you giving us the scores immediately?
2: Okay. I'm, I, then I need to write them down and that. I write them down. Like... What? Stress, no stress. Is
1: it? Was that five out of five? That's five out of five. Don't four. worry, innit. You know. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> um... Yeah. Cool.
2: I could, Robert, when you're ready. I mean Peter when you're ready.
1: Alright, cool. This one's called Dear God. That's
2: the classic Peter
1: title as well.
0: <laughs> well match hasn't regarded
2: the competition, you know. That's crazy. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know no one's most like I can be like ah that was weak your conversation with god was not very poetic so all right go for
1: it mine are feet tired of walking nowhere mine's an outlook as bleak as a window that won't open my skies aren't blue or bright or clear they're shaded they're blurry because it's hard to see through tears my prayers are like letters Signed and sealed, but with no stamps attached. So long they've gone unanswered. I began to wonder if they were ever even read. As far as I'm concerned, if God had WhatsApp, he must have turned off read receipts. Because double-ticked, but life's still grey, at least last I checked. Dear God, if you are for me, why am I alone? If you have ever loved me, am I now disowned? Mine are whispers, knocking fruitlessly on ears that are not listening. I'm drowned out by the distrust of, of by your distrust of my heart. You're so fixed on your own thoughts, you can't see mine. You're looking at the next road sign. I'm already at the destination. Hear me. Trust me when I say you're fine. You've a slit throat asking for a knee brace. I'm not answering because you don't know what to ask. If you'll just look down past your own feet you'll realize just how good i've been you're walking nowhere because you're not walking at all you've been in my arms this whole time i've got you you won't fall that's it yo that
2: was the boss rap that was the boss I guess. <laughs> okay 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 let me let me write these down let me write oh. these down oh. Craft. Okay, storytelling, craft, delivery. Um, Yeah.
1: Stress, stress,
2: stress. Yeah. This is a craft.
1: Yeah. My doctor's like, nom, nom, nom.
2: (laughs) Do you know what? Yeah, when I heard Anita's voice, I thought she was going to come, like, massaging me, like, go on, Peter, go on.
1: (laughs) She's been trying to. I'm just stressed. All right.
2: You're both doing well. You're both doing well. I'm not going to, like, give any indications or whatever, but someone is in the lead at the minute. <laughs> but you're that both That does not
1: well. help. That does not help. All right, so round 2 What I'm makes starting, you think yeah. it's not you? Because it's not me. <laughs> round two, am I starting? No, oh,
0: bro. That, fan piece, fan, that piece was hard. I'm scared now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> round hey, two.
0: You're starting. You're
1: starting this one. I'm yeah, just you can start. This. I'm just trying to get through this. I, I, I want... To, look... When Robert said this initially, I was like, we're just gonna get back into writing. I'm happy, we're just writing. Now it's a competition. All right, cool. Next piece, um, it's called Itachi. The funny thing about fists and faces is that when they greet each other, they do with the same fervor as the wives of soldiers returning home from a war. They congregate with such intensity, skin and bone break character, Torn through like inefficient barriers, they spill blood like libations. To all the times life's rotten lemons denied the option to make lemonade. Then they mimic moths to flame, and dragonfly fists become flight risk, and a jaw relocates to a destination you can't visit just once. You see, I have a bloodlust in my belly that I feed with silence, and with vertical videos of men who could easily be mistaken for me being forced to fall face first like leaves, being prematurely harvested like unripened fruit forced from our family tree. One should never be defined by the color of their skin. So having broken out of the projects they were boxed in, They shouldn't now have to face the prospect of an early coffin. There is a bloodlust in my belly, burning brighter with every lifeless body that's brandished into my memory and mine being brandished as they brandished the slaves as property, as property. Those chains still bind, and I've never wanted more to be the weakest link, to break free lest I pass them on. Because you see, I've got a one, an under one year old who props up to listen when I speak, and racism is a disease that easily becomes hereditary. So I treat stories like good medicine on the brink of overdose. I'll give her one good story before, during and after every meal. But despite inspired intentions, words of wisdom, and postulations of purity, she sees bitter behaviour louder than she hears the stories I say. I'm tired of giving her my own nine tales one day. And if I don't keep in check that which burns within, she does see through these bloodshot red eyes, not fooled by the illusion. I might not be scared of death or of taking a life, but i am scared of leaving her alive consigned to become the same well-intentioned mo- monster i've always been in her eyes
2: brother <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey i'm panicking for you bro <laughs> <laughs> panicking for you bro hey, oh, I'm panicking. hey. Fingersnaps ain't even coming into this one, bro. It's straight zoop. <laughs> <Wheel up. coughs> Alright. Robert. Hold it down. Hold it down.
1: <laughs> Robert's coming with a bulldozer. dozer. <sighs> no, no, no no no. Let's go. Okay. So this one's
0: called what's this one called? Ah. Keep not under theme kick theme of Naruto. This one's called um Kimimaru. Nice. <laughs> um, Alright. Bone of my bone. Flesh of my flesh. Anatomy never sounded so beautiful. God had the ability to create life from dust. From nothing at all. That he chose to use a piece of him to make her. I wonder why he chose to use a rib. Something made to c- protect. To keep things out. It left a chink in his armour. An opening to be exploited. I guess God knew she was worth the risk, that what he lost in becoming more vulnerable was more than made up for by having her as his partner, someone to protect the parts of him he couldn't protect himself. I wonder if she ever traced her finger over his chest, feeling the gap she was made to fill. I wonder if if he knew what loneliness was before her, was it a feeling he realised in retrospect or one he never felt at all? Maybe before her, there was no loneliness, and after her, there was none evil. She was what he never knew he needed. She wasn't made for him. Or you made for me. Biology teaching us, teaches us that men aren't born with one less rib, so scientifically speaking, I guess your answer is no. But my heart says otherwise. The way it thuds against my chest as if just the thought of you makes me think, well, sorry. The way it fads against my chest at just the thought of you makes me think it's trying to dislodge something inside me, trying to make space for you. The cages aren't meant to have two wide of spaces between their bars, because that defeats the point of a cage. To keep things out, keep things in. I way, I keep things in. That's so much more safe. Or so it seems. Vulnerability never seemed to get me anywhere I wanted to be, so let's just stay right here. At least for now. Cages have doors, doors have locks, locks have keys. Do you have this one? If so, why haven't you used it? If not, what are we even doing here? These bars separate us and probably always will. But you keep slipping things between them. Things that pique my interest. Gone my attention. So closer and closer to the bars I come. Closer to you. And then the thudding starts again. And continues, and continues, and continues, trying to break free, trying to get to you. But after a while, all the sudden makes my heart go numb, feeling less and less, and I retreat from the bars once again. Back to where I know it's safe, away from you, again, and then you leave, again. But this can't go on. It takes more and more time for my heart to feel again, and I'm scared that soon it will stop feeling altogether. So I went ahead and made the skeleton key from one of my ribs. History tells me that I won't miss it too much. I'll leave it in the lock. Call that leap of faith. All you have to do is turn it. Open it. Whatever you find inside is yours. Just look after it. Please. That's it. <laughs> hey!
2: Nice. Them. Nice. Too. Nice. So do you know what, Ian? I just said to James that I'm having to alter the grading criteria ever so slightly. <laughs> so it's still it's still the same categories as in storytelling, craft, and delivery. But I've recognised that, Robert, your pieces are a lot more prose. Yes. yes. So it's a lot more storytelling rather than strictly poetry. Whilst uh, Peter's one is like more Sits more squarely into the poetry section, and so I'm having to evaluate you both on how well you, so how well Robert does the prose storytelling part, and how, and then Peter, how well he does the poetry part. And currently, both of you lot are are doing your sides justice. You're doing your sides justice. It's like whenever, just to give you that little encouragement and that, whenever Robert's doing this thing, I proper feel like. I'm sucked into someone's journal. I'm proper sucked into a person's journal, and it's like,
1: yeah,
2: it's almost like your journal comes comes to life. And I'm hearing, I'm going through the motions with you. I'm feeling the things you. I can almost just, it's, like it's a almost like, I'm a, a, yeah, like flying the wall as you're in the room writing and that, and you see, you see the where it's like it starts visualizing yeah. what you're writing. I kind of feel like that. Um, so you're doing it well, and with Peter as well, bro. Oh, like, you're so eloquent. It's <laughs> so beautiful with the way you write, fam, bro. <laughs> Peter's bro. like when when you when you're reciting, yeah. I feel like we're back on um, like night of Artistic sister worshiping them things there, and I'm in the audience watching you, Damn. and you're just bringing it out. So yeah, both of you are doing both of you are doing your things well doing it justice so i'm having to amend it slightly um which actually means that right now with the amendments both of you are kind of neck and neck still so (laughs) this this might be the tiebreaker
1: this
2: might be the tiebreaker and just just to say yeah um before i amended it pia you were ahead
1: so i've lost my lead
2: (laughs) (laughs) you've lost your lead (laughs) Because I'm, I'm mm. having to judge you based on, like, what you're doing.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I, is... I told, I told her anytime I'm coming to lose, so it's all good.
2: Bro, how can you tell your woman you're entering a battle to lose?
1: Yeah, because it's the truth. <laughs> <sighs> Robert, you're up, man.
0: I don't know what to do now. Because, like, I've got two pieces. But...
1: Well, we've got five, so... Uh,
0: yeah,
2: but... I might need those to have a <laughs> <laughs> So, basically, we've got Robert who's trying to win. And we've got Peter who couldn't get less.
1: <laughs> I was just happy to start writing again, man.
0: Okay, let's go with this one. Uh, this one's a bit long. This one's a bit long.
2: There so, be- now you've got you've got the, the challenge of how to keep us engaged through a long piece.
1: Yeah.
2: I'm going to meet myself.
0: This one doesn't have a title Um, because it started off as a prayer and then it just ended up being prose. (laughs) It still feels surreal. I just keep thinking back to how confused she was and the smile on her face when she declared this wasn't it. How could I trample over something so determined and optimistic? So innocent, so pure. That smile. Why did I let it get this far? I'm such a coward. I was scared of what telling the truth would do to her, due to her confidence. But I also didn't want to be the villain. And yet here I am. Instead of a bludgeon, I'm holding a razor, covering in the blood from her severed corona artery. Did I really spare her that much pain? But it ended in death, again. First my child, then my wife-to-be. Why do I keep killing those around me? Those who just want to love me. Those who just want to be loved by me. I think I understand how Judas must have felt. He knew his actions deserved punishment. He knew there was a price to pay. More than 30 pieces. Way, way more than 30 pieces. How much did he think his life was worth? Life for a life, death for death. But they went the same. One was taken for others, one was taken for self. The scales do not balance. So much so, it's tipped over and off the table and onto the floor with the weight strewn everywhere. So what should my punishment be? I've taken to walking around with a noose around my neck. The weight of the rope comforts me. lets me feel like I at least intend to pay for my sins. I, fi- I wish for once you'd be judge and not father. A sword in, heart, a sword in hand rather than pruning shears. Feel it deep in my roots. Deep down. I'm where things can't be plucked Dig it out I'd say burn it but I, but I fear the fire Be they the flames of hell Or the refiner's furnace But what if I be found wanting? Brittle, under pressure Cracking under weight How I wish I could see her one more time How I wish I could kiss her Taste the blood in her mouth Feel it pressed against my lips like lipstick Maybe then I'd feel at peace with the thought of walking the earth alone for eternity. Isn't that the fate of a hopeless romantic? To be hopeless. To know deep down he will never find what he desires most because he'll always get in his own down way. But, he pursu- but what he pursues anyway. Because there's a thrill in the pursuit. Excitement at the thought of finding what he wants most and being able to hold it. Hold it forever. Then all the pain would be worth it. It would all make sense then I could stop running. And I wouldn't have to look back at what could have been in the trail of bloody footsteps that got me to this point. (sighs) But this is my curse, my punishment. For the longest time, I didn't know what, for, or why. Now I do, it was because of her. So I think this was the act, God decided to punish me before I even committed the act. And even so, the thought enters and leaves my mind. Can't help but think, what blasphemy! But somehow the audacity doesn't surprise me. He doesn't surprise God because He knows me. He knows who I am. He knows what I do for what I want. He knows the lengths I'd go to. To con- I'd go to. Um, so He continues to keep out of reach. What a cat, cat and mouse game. We always seem to come, to- come back to. The ways are above my own. I thought ignorance was supposed to be bliss. Why then is this, why is there, Why then is there so much chaos in my mind, so much guilt? No matter how I try to steal my emotion, they bend and fold every time the wind changes um, its direction. As you lay there dying, you curl into a ball and drew close, closer, asking me to cradle you f- through this act, and I did, with his still in hand, as you continue to bleed out, covering us in a blanket of red that got colder and colder. From above, we must have looked like the most misshapen yin-yang symbol, especially as, with every passing moment, the light was increasingly consumed by my darkness and told us nothing but back. I didn't feel the moment you passed away. I thought for sure that I would, but I didn't. Eventually, I just noticed your heartbeat was no longer there. But, ne- but even after I realized, I didn't let you go. I stayed holding you in that same position. For days and weeks and months and years, eventually, you became bones and then dust and then nothing at all, even then I stayed. Moss and weeds and grass grew over us, a natural makeshift grave. And the earth spit me out. I marked a resting place with a headstone and left. You no longer needed me. Maybe you never did. Maybe you'd still be alive if When the sun blazes in the sky, I don't feel its warmth. When it snows, I don't feel the cold. I feel nothing. Except the notion that I'm a fraud, a coward. I'm not what she thought I was and I'll never be able to tell her. Maybe it's better that she left with the image she had of me. Maybe it made it easier for her, more peaceful. Pray it did, pray to God it did. But this is my fate, this is what I deserve. Lord punish me so this can be over. Let me pay so I can be free of this guilt. Give me the sentence, at least then I would know when this will end. But maybe that would be too easy. Maybe that wouldn't be fair. I don't deserve fair. I don't deserve to be freed from this anguish, I just wish it would stop. Please let, please let me just pay for it so it will stop. I wish I could take her pain away. I wish I could make her forget me or hate me or think nothing of me ever again. Quiet me away, wipe me away. Block me out, erase me make the slate clean. Take away the confusion, the questions. Take me away. Give her someone who will love her the way she deserves for what she is and will. Give her that, even if it means that I can't have it. It's not what I want, but it's what I deserve and what she deserves. Take it all from me and give it to her. Let her be at peace.
1: Let her be at peace. The stress is knowing, <laughs> knowing <laughs> the story behind that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. Facts. That's honest. That's mad. I'm just uh, looking at the time, and because we've got a hard out at
0: 6.30. Don't you just do the free?
1: I'm wondering.
0: Yeah, let's just do the free, and then maybe... Do, do,
1: do like another run, like maybe next month or something. Cool. That maybe Mo
2: will join in. Yeah. Do you know, I was actually going to drop a piece today. I could do one afterwards. I'll drop the see the things in and I'll do one of mine.
1: Hey.
2: All right. All right Peter, bring us home.
1: Okay. Um. This last one is called May. When Amy called nine one one. She wasn't calling for help. She was pulling out a glue gun to stick a black obituary to the back pages of the next day's newspaper. Now I won't comment on the coincidence of Cooper being both their last names. I'll just say black folk weren't the ones giving theirs to slaves. But Amy missed. When a grown man calls out for his mother. It's the remnants of a little boy face to face with the illegal inhabitants of the space under his bed. It's a reaching for the last vestige of hope left in his head. It's a clutching at straws and the first source of life from her breast. When you tell a dying man to relax, please know you are asking for the denial of the biological fact that when faced with fatal fear, fight or flight is a choice that God took out of his hands. When Candace Owens pulls numbers out of a weave I'm sure she wishes was blonde and determines the death of another man should somehow be ignored because others die too. I look at that woman and I wonder if she really has a womb, if that shell of skin still holds a soul. And when I see Ray Ray Thompson like the picture, it's a side click cleaner than any of his sons. And it reminds me why a historically inaccurate white jesus will never be my savior when your president suggests that police are not so nice when dealing with th- with thugs when he only ever seems to use thugs when he's describing colored people and finds the good people in the kkk i see why you see it's okay that a black man should die for alleged fraud god will not be found guilty of favoritism and that your judgment is pending, should scare you. Back home, sorry, when the law takes your life, and there seems to be nothing you can do about it, you take what you can, you break what you can, not because it's right, but because it's all you have left to show that you still have power over something. Luckily, storefronts don't fight back. But if I can die for going for a run, I might as well go on the run with something I can't afford. Back home, I was once told that it is a fool that laughs when his brother's beard is on fire. The wise man goes and sits next to a bucket full of water. It might not be bad, it might not be as bad across the water just yet. But to quote a white man, those who make a peaceful revolution impossible will make a violent revolution inevitable. America, your time is coming. Let's bet. Revolution, baby.
2: Come
0: on. Coming with the African programs and everything, you know?
1: Yo. I can't count <laughs> the
0: number of times my mama's told me that, that, that program.
1: <laughs> For real? <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, I felt the rage in that one, Peter.
1: Ah. And I'm just, I'm just looking at the two poems. I'm just like, I'm angry. Bro. Yeah. Hold on. Well, you're gonna drop your piece before dropping the the news.
2: Yeah, do that. Hey, might as well. Hold on Let me just do some calculations real quick. You know, quick quick maths and that. Babes, how's my wife chatting Sh- over me? You're bad at maths, so want to double check? Um,
0: uh, ask what calculators are for. Okay, whilst Moses is doing that, Pete, how do you find the process of writing?
1: <laughs> you know, it came at a good time,
2: <laughs>
1: especially considering everything going on. Um, yeah, I've missed it, man. I've missed it. All
2: right. I'll drop one of mine and then I'll yeah. give the give the results. As I said, I had to reevaluate and them things there. Mm. But yeah, let um, me go into Canva. Uh, my, my things different. Feel me, my thing, I don't. Are you telling me I need to sign up? <laughs> Hold on.
0: let me just. Okay, what was it wasn't doing that? So you feel like you're gonna be doing more writing?
1: Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I will be. How did you find it? Sorry?
0: You feel like the writing block?
1: It wasn't the right? Writing block. It was just not having um, um, impetus to to start, if that makes sense. Yeah. But no, I definitely will be writing more. How did you find it? I found it alright. I found it very,
0: I Hmm.
1: Mm. No.
0: So get feelings out sometimes, you know.
1: It is. You need to come close to your mate.
0: Uh, yeah, I think it was very obvious where like your ones were coming from. I think for me,
1: <laughs> very obvious. <laughs>
0: yeah. So my first one, the one called For Jada, um, that's based on this thing I've been hearing about Jada Pinkett Smith and how she's still in love with Tupac and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: And then and then it just got me thinking like. Like for her, like if it's true for her, like in her mind, Tupac will always be perfect, just yeah. because, um, she never got to see
1: who her he fictions, became. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, um, she she never got a chance to see if they would have worked out.
2: Stress. Mm. Hey, how's Kappa trying to tell me my password ain't my password? Password. <laughs> <laughs> <Awesome. laughs> nah, it's, it's too long to do that right now. But thankfully, sure. thankfully, I think I have. But yeah, like how for Will, though, like knowing that your wife
1: is just—it's it's easier when he's dead, man. <laughs> but...
2: right. So um. This piece is called Anonymous.
0: <laughs> Why you gotta be
1: anonymous? Um,
2: yeah. Your affection is a tepid substance, lodged in convenience. But I understand. You have a new family now, and I am an 11-year-old question mark. Rejection has numbed my tongue. The word dad tastes unfamiliar. Your inconsistency dilutes its potency, your presence is bland. I am learning to perfect a smile similar to mum's. She still smiles without you. I have spun its dowels for 11 years, but the word dad remains a vault of expectation I struggle to open. You are a beautiful bundle of reminders that I have felt. Our hugs are now a waltz of uncertainty, swaying to affection and confusion. I am haunted by what you leave unsaid. Yeah. It worries me that I see your mum's silhouette in your smile. I see her pain in someone that looks like me. The end.
1: Mm. Yo, <laughs> guys, we're going through stuff, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's oh, it's toasty.
2: Toasty.
0: How do you feel right in that? How do you feel to be right in that?
2: Where that's now this was when I told you guys back in the day that I was doing the 52 challenge. Okay. Writing yeah. every week. So this was back yeah. from then. Yeah. But yeah, like sometimes you write pieces and you look back at them and you're just like,
0: Yeah. where did that come from? You know, like I was going through my poems the other day and I was thinking like with 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 my poems, I would think they're like sick, but I think they're just crap and there's like no in between with them. <laughs>
2: but but yeah okay so points wise Robert for your first um, poem storytelling you got four out of five craft you got five out of five delivery you got three out of five okay okay Peter for the first poem I got my wife in the background going "Ooh."
1: (laughs) wait what's Robert's total for your
2: first piece storytelling was, that would be I'll get there I'm, I'm telling you I'm okay, breaking okay, it okay, okay, now, okay. So the total uh, for that one was um,
1: I'm, stressed. I'm stressed
2: Peter your first one storytelling was 5 out of 4 I mean 4 out of 5 craft <laughs> 4 out of 5 and delivery 4 out of 5 total of wow. 12 nice bro mm. nice Robert second piece storytelling 5 out of 5 hey craft 5 out of 5 Delivery. Four out of
1: five.
2: What's the second piece?
0: Kimimaru. You're, shout out to
1: Kimimaru, bro. Rest in peace. What's
2: the first? Tia. Itachi. Mm. <laughs> what is happening? Well, hey, you're frozen. We can't hear you. <laughs> Storytelling.
1: Well, we can't hear you, man. Well,
2: we can't yeah. hear what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> five. Perfect score. Perfect score. <laughs> Hold, on. Hold on. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, know.
1: yeah. I just I have, have perfect score.
2: Okay, so last piece, Peter. Storytelling four out of five, craft four out of five, delivery five out of five. Robert, storytelling, you sucked me in five out of five, craft four out of five, delivery five out of five.
1: Hey,
2: Scores, so it's a draw. It's a
1: draw. Hey, for each. Nice.
0: Well done, Peter.
1: <laughs> I came to lose, so that's a win.
2: <laughs> it was a draw. Both of you came correct. Both of you came correct. He couldn't pick. My wife's Yeah, yeah. He these, these times he did not want to get the backlash. You pick. <laughs> nah, P- Peter said he came to lose, so he was already. But I think I think that both of you definitely got a, a gift for what you were doing. So prose and poetry, I think that both of you have a gift for it. Um, so I definitely encourage you to as much as possible invest into that. So all the listeners, write in the comments who the real winner is. Oh my, hey. yeah. <laughs> Facts. Your Only way. if you want to say I, it was me. Team Rob, team Pete, or team Mo. I dropped, I dropped the two two <laughs> emotional tint <things>, obviously. <laughs> so obviously I might be the dark horse and that you slide in and you win the thing. don't <laughs> but But yes, yeah, um, I think I think that would be a nice place to round up and tink. Yeah. Are we gonna
0: hook
1: up? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah hook up.
0: Uh, so my hook up is the book, six hundred and forty
1: two stories to write. Dude, come closer to your microphone. Is this better? And b- yeah, and bring the perfect. book closer to the to the screen. Six hundred
2: and forty two. Bro, bro, don't don't act like you use a don't act like you use yeah. a Windows thing. Go yeah. Mac. I'm correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. It's not focusing. It's too close. Yeah, so six hundred forty two. Cool.
2: Right.
0: Basically, it's like a book of writing prompts um nice, okay. and they're really interesting like like just just like a couple someone had to invent the concept of the of alphabetical order write the story of that person nice and then another right. one, okay another one um tell a com- a complete story of a complex relationship entirely through successive trips to a salad bar
1: to a salad
0: to a, bar. What the? To a salad bar oh nice. yes. so okay it, it's all like random and crazy
1: stuff yeah Oh, that sounds good. Might be my next Kindle thing. Um, my hookup is a app. They're currently in public beta, but this is a it's a markdown editor. But what it does is allows for backlinks and um, yeah, backward linking. So that means you can link anything to anything, and it's just very um, it creates a sort of networked thoughts which is how our brains work so it's a really really good um peter uh, uh, yeah
0: you're saying words but not talking english <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know what markdown is no markdown is a way of um of writing well, not like
0: marking down the price
1: no so no no something. so it's a way of writing that allows you to use certain formats to format to your writing so you can create headings and stuff like that. It's, just, it's just random it's, it's an editor basically it's an editor that allows for you have to tag things and create a network of ideas and thoughts and topics that you have um, called Obsidian. It's probably just easier to go and check it out. Obsidian, um, O B S I D I A N. I'll link it. it. They're in public beta now. Um, you can have a free version, uh, so just go and check it out. Um, it's really good. I've been using it for like past week and love it. It's gonna replace Evernote for me. But yeah.
2: Watch it, you know.
1: Yeah, it's that good.
2: All right, so my hookup is a lo-fi album called 2 4 slash 7 EP um, I'm not quite sure if it's like 2 over 7 or whatever but there's yeah, it could be 24-7. There's 7 tracks on it. I thought it was like the 7 EP but it was the second 7 EP but, so I tried to look but it wasn't a, first, a second. But yeah, and it's by a artist called ASO, I believe. ASO or ASO. Um, and if you're a fan of like hip-hop scratches and stuff, it's lo-fi, but it's got like the hip-hop scratches are prominent and it's got a good thumping hip-hop bass line. So yeah, um, that's that's my hookup.
1: I shall be checking that out.
0: Alright, guys, well, this has been fun. Well, that's our, our outro. Shout out to, to the Intro Outro Music. Carbon Turner for the ordinary amazing logo. You find us at soundcloud.com forward slash blackness first no inside. And all good podcast websites and apps Come including on. spot choose spot choose spot choose, <laughs> spot choose. <laughs> 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 I choose Spotify and them things there. Look for the blackness first post yeah. uh... you can email us at
1: tbsfennishotmetal.com
0: you can email us at no yeah yeah. yeah email yeah, us email. at tbsfennishotmetal.com you can find us on twitter at The UK. you can find us on instagram at
2: at the furnace UK, go at the fir- TBS furnace, I believe. TBS furnace.
0: Go on a treasure hunt; you might find something nice. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um hope you guys have enjoyed this. Um Let us know what you thought about it. We'll always... I like, I like feedback. Tell me for the bars of sake, I'll be happy for the rest of my life. <laughs> anyway, right. um, we are going to go record another podcast now.
1: <laughs> for which we are late. Yes, it's
0: wow. cool, man. Hello. Yeah man, this is the blackest band out.